Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome to Review for Two. My name is Caroline. I'm Marco. And this is Quartz. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Welcome to Review for Two. My name is Caroline. I'm Marco. And we are dating and recording a podcast right now. That is a weird way of saying <laughs> what we're doing. I'm trying to switch it up each time. That's fair, I'm but that to change it up. did make you sound like a robot who was pretending to be a human. One one zero one one zero one zero zero malfunction four oh four error. This is a podcast where we review <laughs> video games that are good to play with two or more people. Yes, and that can include somebody that you're dating, somebody that you're married to, somebody that you're just seeing casually and want to play video games with, your siblings, your parents, just so, anyone other than yourself. Yeah, because video games are fun and they're fun to play with people. Yes. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Oregon Trail. That is not to be confused with Oregon Trail, which is an older game than the one that we are talking about. Yeah. This game is Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Oregon. Should we call it Oregon? No, because that's not how it's pronounced. Mm. Oregon the State Trail (laughs) is a series of old computer games based on the real life Oregon Trail, Mm -hmm. where you would play as a character and you would have a wagon full of people and you would just try to get to Oregon without dying in the American West. Right. Oregon Trail is a spoof off of that, which takes place in a modern day zombie apocalypse, hence the organs, Mm -hmm. where you are in a station wagon also trying to get to the state of Oregon because that is where it is safe from zombies. Yes. So it's kind of the main premise of Oregon Trails that it's a spoof on Oregon Trail. Right. And so you're basically doing that game, but instead of as an old-timey settler, you're doing it as a modern-time zombie apocalypse survivor. Yes. Yeah. And this game was published in February of 2011 by The Men Who Wear Many Hats, that is the developer and the publisher. And it was released kind of in this order in time, so it was released from 2011 to 2016. And then it was released first for like iOS and Android, and then for Linux and Windows, Mac OS X, Oya. 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 I don't, I have no idea what that is, but it's a thing. Oya. And then most recently in 2015 and 2016 for the PS4 and PS Vita. Yeah. So, which I didn't think that they still made games for the PS Vita, to be completely honest with you. Ooh, RIP PS Vita. Like, do, do you know anyone that plays the PS Vita? Isn't that just the PSP? Or is that different? Well, it's like the most recent version of it, but it had a lot of issues. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Oregon Trail and Oregon Trail. I'm going to keep on saying those until you have no idea which one I'm actually talking about. Yeah. Oregon Trail and Oregon Trail both are a kind of text-based choose-your-own-adventure game with little mini-games thrown in. Mm -hmm. So it's essentially a lot like a Telltale game, where you're controlling a character and there are just a series of choices you have to make, and hopefully you make the right choices and it gets you to the end of the game without you getting horrifically disemboweled. Yes. In this case, it's stuff like you're driving down the road and you see something suspicious uh, off the side of the road. Do you stop and investigate or do you just keep on driving? And so if you stop and investigate, maybe you find a cache of supplies that you really need. Or maybe a bandit sneaks up on you, grabs one of your people, and then kills them. So it's kind. you have to kind of make the choice between how desperately do I need the potential supplies versus am I okay with what I have and I don't want to risk it. Right. Uh, and then the other half of the game is just... 
you have to decide how quickly you want to consume your rations, how quickly you want to consume your fuel, whether or not you want to trade your money or your supplies for different money or supplies that you need, all in an effort to keep all of your people alive and making it to Oregon and Oregon and Mm -hmm. Oregon. You're always just headed to Oregon. Yeah. 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 Caroline. Yeah. Would you like to review this game? Sure. So although this isn't a multiplayer game, it is still fun to play with somebody else because you are making choices that affect your gameplay and the character's outcome. So we really liked kind of switching off, doing different things for each of us. So I would be in charge of just like the normal driving along and, you know, figuring out what was happening while we were driving and and stopping in different areas. And then Marco would do a lot of like... The selling, the repairing, the foraging, scavenging, fighting the bandits. He would do a lot of like the active things. And then I would kind of be a voice in his ear saying like, oh, we need more fuel. You need to buy more fuel or we need another tire. You should buy another tire. That kind of thing. And in the beginning, you got to name the other people in your car. And Marco let me do that. So that was really, really kind of him. Um, Yeah, that was a mistake. (laughs) And in the end, it would be like, oh, no, we have to, like, stop now because we have to go scavenge for supplies or we have to, like, sell a lot of our food and get more repair bolts or whatever it may be. But we really had a good strategy that really worked out for us in the end. We got to Oregon and um, maybe not with all of the people in our car, but we got there and that was a success. So I really had fun playing this with somebody else because there was a lot of collaboration on decision making. And if you don't like the kind of mechanics of the gameplay, you can just be somebody's like voice in their ear kind of telling them what to do or explaining what choices you would make instead of actually physically playing the game because I found it a little bit clunky to play. We played it on Marco's phone, so I didn't really love the controls, but I was able to still be part of the decision making, which I really liked. Um, I would definitely suggest downloading it, getting it. I know it costs a nominal amount. I think it's like $5. Yeah, I it's not, it's not too expensive, but it still is a cost. And so I would definitely, if you want to look for something that's a little different, but still nostalgic, I would download this and play it because I thought it was fun. What about you, Marco? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think the fact, and we played it on my phone, which I think is kind of the best way to play it because Mm -hmm. you can just hand off the phone from person to person. So for all the different mini games, when it was my turn to scavenge or fight off hordes of zombie deer, Caroline would be like, oh no, I don't want to do this. You do this. But then when it was just like driving time and we hit, you know, different things on the side of the road that we should choose to investigate or not investigate, I just gave it to Caroline and she made all of the text-based decisions. So I think that worked out really, really well and it did suit our play styles very well. Mm -hmm. But it was also like if you had several people who wanted to play or if we had both like the mini games, they are definitely separate instances to the point where it is very easy to just be like, all right, I did the last bandit fight, you do this one and you just hand the phone to the other person. So it is a one player game that is very, very good to play with multiple people. And I definitely liked, you know, the moment-to-moment gameplay. It was interesting, and it kept you engaged and entertained. The rounds, for lack of a better word, are about an hour, depending on how quickly you push your car and whether or not you actually end up making it or you die. So it takes you maybe an hour to get to Oregon, and then there are different difficulty settings, and you can make different choices, and so it's got a little bit of replayability, 
and it'll keep you entertained for a solid few hours at the very least. Yeah, it's a really good, like, car game, I think, yeah. like, or a trip game, because it's so portable, too. And because, you know, it's, like, 8-bit graphics, and you don't even necessarily need to see the screen to actually help play. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's in the car behind you or in front of you, you just be like, hey, there's a thing on the side of the road, do we think we should investigate it? And the whole group can be like, yeah, let's do it, or no. Almost like what the actual game would be, where one person's kind of, like, taking charge and everyone else is like no we should do this or that right like you would in a zombie apocalypse sure probably okay that's it yeah so absolutely give it a try it's cheap it's easy to play you can play it on most devices with a screen except xbox so do it it's fun it's got a nice quirky sense of humor it's a very retro throwback to oregon trail yeah it's fun yeah and it has our spooky theme which we're trying to run with for october oh that's right we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast welcome to spook View for two. Respook. Spook view. Review for two ghosts. Review for spook. Review for spook. That's good. Why was that so hard for you to get? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Review for Spook. That's Scaroline. And that's Marcus. <laughs> <sighs> I'll see myself out. That's Marco. That's a good one. Let's get on to questions. Okay. Okay, question number one. Who was your favorite character? And please list all of the characters that we named. Yes, so in this game, there's actually only one named character, which is Clemens, who is the friendly old man who first rescues you and then gives you a ride to pick up you and all your friends. And then during the tutorial, spoiler alert, he gets bitten by a zombie and you have to put him down. He's the only named character. You and your four friends are the other five characters who you get to name. Mm -hmm. And as we alluded to previously, I made the mistake of letting Caroline do that. Yes. So in addition to Clemens, the five characters in our game were named Poop. That was you, by the way. You were Poop. Loop. Shoop, Shoop and Moop. Well, Shoop Shoop came to me later. Like I did Doop, Loop and Moop. And then I I had another one named Poop and I was like, I can't do that. That's going to get too confusing. So let me rename that to Shoop. Yes. So our character's name was Poop. <laughs> and then my girlfriend who has the maturity and emotional decision making <laughs> of a four-year-old named the other ones Doop, Loop, Shoop and Moop. Yes. We had favorites. We did, surprisingly. Yeah. So. Who was your favorite? My favorite was actually (laughs) Dupe. Because when you get to Oregon, you have to do a little minigame boss fight thing to power the generators to actually get into the safe haven. And the way it works is that all of the surviving people who make it there are basically one life for you to try this boss minigame. And Dupe was the first one we played as because we had three people left at that point and it saves your character for last so that your character will always make it if any of your characters do. Mm -hmm. So we were playing as Dupe and Dupe actually beat the minigame and got us in. So he was was the hero of our journey. Sure. Caroline, who was your favorite Oop? (laughs) I know. My favorite was Loop because Loop was the most innocuous of all of them and was like very steady, never really got sick, never broke, he like broke an arm maybe once, but was like really just a steady character, didn't cause problems. He made jokes that made people's spirits go up all the time. It was like a really positive influence on our car. And my other choices were Shoop and Moop who were pretty awful. We had a short-lived, um, 
history with Shoop. Shoop died pretty quickly, thanks to Marco. No, he got kidnapped by a bandit, and I'm sorry. And then you didn't shoot the bandit. I tried, I missed. And then the bandit shot Shoop. And Moop, well... We had some issues with Moop. (laughs) Caroline. Yeah. Would you like to talk about your favorite moment of gameplay? Yes, this ties into Moop. So, for the car, for the whole car ride, Moop would, like, break bones... Would like get fevers, get cholera, like get sick all the time, and then like fart, and then like lose money, and made a whiny, annoying annoying noise, and like would just disrupt our whole car. So we were like, okay, he's he's on like his last strike at this point. If he does one more annoying thing, we're just gonna kill him because you can do that. Like if any of your characters get infected, then you can stop the car and like kill them, or if you're at a stop, you can kill them. So. Moop, Moop did one more annoying thing, and we were 26 miles to Oregon, and we stopped the car and we shot Moop. We were 40 minutes from victory, and Caroline had us pull over. You and did shoot. it. You did it. Yeah, I did it, me. and you were the brain. You made the choices. That's true. Caroline had us pull over and murder our friend because he made an annoying noise. He he really disrupted the whole trip, though. And he got, like, everyone else sick. Everyone else got sick because he would get sick. And it was like... He kept losing gas this cans. This guy is dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta he, lose him. He was the kind of person who would get bit without telling you. So, really, we just had to ha- make sure that we were safe. Yeah. Because, like... So we shot <laughs> Right, like, Dupe and Loop would have told us. Moop could have been bitten. He wouldn't have told us. We wouldn't have known. So, it was really, you're uh, welcome, humanity. Yeah. Truly. Truly. What about your favorite moment of gameplay? It was that too. Oh, okay, good. It was just so ridiculous and yeah. like... We the, just needed to do something different. The weirdest bit of revenge against this cluster of pixels that has wronged us somehow. <laughs> yeah, we kept like losing stuff. It was like, oh, like you hit a speed bump and a tire fell out. And we're like, oh yeah, right. Like a tire just flew out. Moop did it. Whose Definitely. job was it to secure the tires? Moop. Right. Oh man. Okay. Next question. What was your favorite stop along the way to Oregon? Albuquerque. Yeah, me too. Along, you explain. Along the way, you would stop at different either cities or just landmarks. So you could stop at like Pittsburgh and Memphis and Albuquerque. And then you could stop at a mall and a strip club and a <laughs> random shack in the woods. Yeah. And once you got there, there'd be survivors who would trade with you and you could scavenge for supplies. And depending on how large the settlement was, there might be an auto shop for you to fix or upgrade your car. And we stopped at Albuquerque and we were very, very low on supplies. Mm-hmm. And we decided we would do some scavenging. And there's a zombie activity meter that goes from low to deadly. Yeah. Which basically just means there's a little scavenging minigame, and the higher it is on that meter, the more zombies there are, which means it's more likely you will get attacked and possibly bitten, and it is going to use up more of your ammo to successfully do it. So normally, when it was at low, you would scavenge three or four times, and then it would go to medium and then high, so you wouldn't be able to just sit there and scavenge indefinitely. However, we got very, very lucky in Albuquerque, and we essentially sat there and scavenged indefinitely. Yeah. We got a good 12 or 13 rounds of scavenging in before the activity went to medium. So we started in Albuquerque with no food, no fuel, and... Like $10. Like $10. And by the time we left, we had $400, 1,500 fuel... Or, uh, 1,500 food and, like, 12 fuel. Yeah, it was great. Which, right, like, that's based on how much stuff you gather in this game. That's just a ludicrous amount of all of those things to have. Yeah. But because we just spent a half a day scavenging in Albuquerque. It was like, why did you spend 10 hours just stopped in Albuquerque? 
Albuquerque. You gotta scavenge when the scavenge is good. You gotta. What was your favorite stop? I think that Albuquerque was my favorite. Nice. Although I liked how much you could find at a random strip club. Oh yeah. All along the way, like there was, I think there was an auto shop. Yeah. At the strip club, which yeah. I like that. I like that attention to detail. It's your one-stop shop. <laughs> you got your strippers. You got your food. Mm-hmm. You got your auto repair. Like, what more do you need? Yeah, truly. All right. And our final question, would you survive slash make it to Oregon? I want to say yes, because apparently the most dangerous thing to all of our characters was being in a car, (laughs) because that broke more limbs than anything else in the game. (laughs) And based on the fact that I have never broken a limb while driving inside a car, I'm good. Yeah. I'd like to say the same thing, but I feel like I would do something annoying, like mooped it, and I'd get shot. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody would just be like, nah, I can't, I can't take her. She's too much. I promise I wouldn't shoot you in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, that's so sweet. Unless you got bit. Right, 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 of yeah. course. Well, I would ask you to shoot yeah, me if I got course, bit. of course. You can't live like that. On that depressing note. Cool. Awesome. That was this episode. Have any final thoughts, Caroline? I really just said all of my thoughts in this episode, but you should play it. It's really fun. It If you played the original Oregon Trail, it's very similar and makes the same sounds, which is really cool. They are in no way, shape, or form a sequel or a series. No, so. not at all. It's just like another version of the game, though. Um, and it's really cute. It's fun. It's festive for October, for Spooktober. So yeah. I think that you should play it and play it with a friend because that's really exciting and fun. I agree. It was a fun take on an old game series and very appropriate for October. Good to play with people. Good to play in the car. You should give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to our Spooktober episode. Review for Spook. Review for Spook. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave. Be sure to... Be sure to like and subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts if that is how you listen to it. Tell your friends. You can reach out to us at our Twitter handle at Review for Two or our email address at Review, the number four, and then TWO at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, Tell your friends. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Marco!